Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 129, Pollen and Ponyo. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. fun. Got to say the title. Uh, take this is take two. Thank God we. I realised only about forty five seconds in that I was a natter recording. I think I'd been recording and then I accidentally knocked the older. Ah, uh, instead of pressing go, you'd already pressed go, so you just pressed off that kind of thing. Yeah, I've so I've before. probably got a, a fifty second recording of um, waffle nonsense. Yeah, so we've now talked about Jessica's seasonal allergies uh, twice in un unrecorded. Uh, conversations. Um, I don't. Is it worth the third time? Jessica, Jessica's snotty. Pollen is high. Someone mowed the lawn outside my house. <sighs> so much time, and Jessica's snotty. Seasonal allergies, <laughs> and the pollen is high. There we go. And when there you are trying to say something, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, yeah, I'm having one of my uh, government mandated trips to the supermarket tomorrow. Haven't been this week, so there's no supermarket chat in this episode, sorry team, except to say that I am going tomorrow at night so I can buy antihistamines. I'm not going to die, I'm not going out, I'm not going out special. No, I mean, it's meant to, to uh, whittle it down tomorrow in our neck of the woods, don't know about you. Fresh madness. Uh, haven't checked, because okay. I wasn't planning to go to the allotment, so obviously if I'm... Oh no, I did check, I checked the other day, and it, it is going to rain tomorrow. Um, so um, I think I might take the car. Uh, but, I yeah, like, I can buy antihistamines. So I can't take any of the tablets because they all have lactose in, uh, which is obviously not vegan. And uh, so I have to buy the like kiddie formula stuff, which is basically just syrup, which comes with a new set of problems, which is um, that it's so delicious. How do I not drink it all in one go? <laughs> Jessica has developed a terrible, <laughs> a terrible addiction. Pirates habit. Um, yeah, I get, you could just pour it over the over ice cream like syrup. Um, that's beautiful. Like you know, everyone knows the Calpol uh, cocktail. Of yep. um, vodka, lemonade, and Calpol. Oh, I have to do a um, uh, an apology on behalf of the podcast. A listener wrote in and asked me to read this short statement, which is, Lewis Chandler is not wearing loungewear because Lewis Chandler does not own any loungewear. He would like to make that very clear. He doesn't <laughs> own any. So, uh, you know, that is that's that update. Um, I'm with Lewis on this one. I I also do not own any loungewear. Define what we mean by loungewear, like like um, joggers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, picture I'm me, but which I mean, look up. I'm propped in pillows. I'm in bed. I'm wearing a knee-length sweatshirt. You are. Um, that's that is true. very comfortable, but really has a vibe that uh, not so much screams as mutters. I have given up. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm a fan of a hoodie, and I mm. do have um, running tights on, but they are specifically not loungewear. But no, I you think can't, I think Lewis is like doing up a shirt every day. I've I've uh, I have been wearing jeans every day. I, I don't have jeans wearing... here. I'm not going to be able to wear jeans for another seven weeks because they're not here. Uh, I happen to be wearing running tights today just because they were there. I wore them yesterday because yesterday was Sunday, yeah. and I'd obviously worn proper trousers to the allotment so then after I had my shower I put these on because it's like Sunday like I guess this is what I wear to lounge I suppose maybe mm. um, yeah so then they were out and I knew I had work to do today with the non-academic variety so I put these on to, so I could be active sometimes I like to wear workout gear to do my housework and stuff yeah to do like work because then it you know it tells you that you're on the move on the go 
just in case you need to like do some stretches in the middle of it or something. I don't know. You just don't know um, what you might be called upon to do. You don't know. You might have to do a lunge at, at short notice and you, and you don't want to be restricted. This is how athleisure has come about. It's uh, people going to yoga, then to run errands and to collect their children from school. Okay, yeah, this is basically I am currently wearing ath- athleisure um, and a hoodie that I got free from work. <laughs> But I'm I'm wearing a fashion t-shirt. It's not just a, like a regular t-shirt, a fashion t-shirt. It's got it's a, a scoop neck. It it's has, very well, it's got, scabby. It's it's a little bit scabby. It has a hole in it, a couple of holes in it, and it's got a bit thin. And it's done that thing where um uh, the the weft and the warp have warped. Have it's twisted round a little bit because it's just you know it's from a fast fashion. And so they outlet. haven't cut it straight. Oh no, they never cut them straight. And I did originally buy it for going out, and I did the first time I wore it, I wore it going out because it's like an oversized t-shirt, so it's like little shorts, and it's very cute. But now it's well, it's like it goes nicely with my with my yoga pants. Right. I mean, at least my my loungewear. I'll say this: it's new, and I didn't say it's got several holes in it, and then just move on as though that was totally normal. We're like, yeah, it's got several holes in it. <laughs> like they're very small. I obviously just like either caught it on something or moss or. Mice. That's fine. Yeah, I, I came downstairs the other day. Not wrong with the, it. I'd wear our, it to the shops. Our mother asked me, "Oh, these are so these are daytime pajamas," and I considered myself dressed that day. I was like, "No, no, no! Daytime pajamas are uh, this is I was wearing actual, actual pajamas. T-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, daytime pajamas are when you change into a different pair. As we have discussed previously, there is a very elaborate uh, taxonomy of how you move from pyjamas to dressed. Um, uh, a lot of it depends on uh, weather and what, what kind of bra or underwear, <laughs> like your underpinnings. I, well, yeah, obviously. Uh, so, I mean, sure, I was wearing uh, lounge shorts from Uniqlo, but I was also wearing a t-shirt. You have to wear a bra because then it makes you feel purposeful. Yeah, but I am only really wearing bralettes, um, which... I only wear a proper bra on Thursdays because I go and I do an Instagram live on Thursday. Yeah, that's right. that's fine. That's something. It's just like not your pajamas because then like your your body slash brain makes you think that you're gonna go to sleep or you have yeah. to be comfy. So you don't achieve anything. I I am of a general shape and size that I gotta be wrangled or I can't get anything done. Um, yeah, that's that's all I want from a bra. I, I've, no, I've got three criteria, and it's always you know that thing if you can have it done fast, quick. No, you can have it done quick, well, or cheap. You make pick two of those. Yeah, uh, I find that the same thing goes for bras, which is it can be pick two of uh, it can be cute, it can be comfortable, and you can be wrangled. It can I be see, cute and I it can see. be comfortable, but you will not be wrangled. You can be <laughs> wrangled and you can be cute, but it will not be comfortable. This is my ongoing search. To find uh, underpinnings that fulfil all three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you done anything this week, Jessica? I have. Um, oh. The last two days, evenings, I have read for leisure. Ooh. I know. Uh, I am also reading books again. I uh, uh, I was concerned that I was not going to be able to read because I... You can't read Liz I can't, Lemon. I can't read Liz Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I've been doing a lot of reading, like for school, mm, mm. and I was worried that my reading capacity had been used up. Yep, turns out not the case. And it's fine to uh, read for like if you're if you're reading a YA fiction book, 
Turns out that's not a problem. Probably a different part of your brain to the MA. I think, I think I could... it is a different part of my brain. And also, like, also, this is uh, a genuine uh, issue, is that um, because all of my MA stuff has to be done online, and there is a limit to how long I can read on the screen. So yeah. I, like, set myself, you know, I, like, break up my day into, like, chunks and stuff, and I was, like, desperately trying to finish a piece the other day. I didn't want to come back to it in the next, like, because I break my day into periods, like, at school. Um, yep. I didn't want to come back to the next period, and I was like, no, I want to be finished, like, to like now, so I, like, can then go and have a cup of tea and then move on to the next part of my day, because after that I was done, and it was, yep. I could do, like, pottering about. Um, but I was, like, looking at the at the screen, like, squinting, and taking my glasses off, putting my glasses on, and I think I need a, I think I need a new prescription, but obviously that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, I wear them for a bit. So, I... I'm long-sighted, and I'm slightly more long-sighted in one eye than I'm in the other. So I wear glasses so my face doesn't hurt, or my eyes don't hurt, or my brain doesn't hurt. I think it's actually okay. my brain that's the issue. I've been saying that for some time. Thanks. Also, I have astigmatism. Oh, no, wait. I heard I was thinking of stigmata. Carry on. Uh, I also have astigmatism, but uh, only in one eye. Don't ask me which, because I can't remember. What and is astigmatism? It's where your eye is shaped like a rugby ball. Mm, pointy. Mm. Yeah, like the muscles like pull it to the side a bit. And oh, um, pointy in the other direction. Not pointy out. Not pointy out. It's like <laughs> Yeah, like a cartoon character who's like had their hands trodden on or something. <laughs> um and like Ren and Stimpy staring at something. Yeah. Yeah, so when I put the like it doesn't change my vision. It doesn't like I can see the difference like as they go on, but once they're on, like I can see just as well with or without them. Obviously, I'm practicing putting my glasses on and off to see what changes. Obviously, so I so I I take them off when my eyes start to hurt, and then after a while, I'm like, oh no, actually, this is not this is not working for me either. But then it's a relief when I take them off, and I feel like it shouldn't be a relief to take yeah. your glasses off. No, maybe they're too strong for you now. That that is the situation, and that's kind of where I found myself last time. But I feel like these are not like oh these this, these ones have just never been right. But I feel like. Because I don't wear them all the time. But I do wear them quite a lot at the moment because I look well, at screens a lot. And, and also, because you're long-sighted, so you have to have them for close work, right? Yeah, but I can still see the close work. Like, if I read this poster, it's, like, right close to my face. And I, I assume I'm short-sighted. Because i got to do it for, like, telly. Right. I can I can wear mine for telly, but just if I'm, like, tired or something. So I never wear them to watch. I would not enjoy watching the television without my glasses. I kind of want to make them last as long as possible because well, I know this is like completely redundant thing to say, but um, they my opticians, just a well-known high street opticians, don't reuse frames. Oh yeah, I forgot that. <sighs> so annoying. So I have to get like completely new frames if I go back to them, which it seems such a waste because there's absolutely nothing wrong with these. Also, I have scratched the lens on these, but I'm just powering through because once they're on, I can't really see it. Right. Like if I if I think about it, I could tell you where it is. But like right now, I'm looking right at it, and I'm like, yep, tiny little, tiny little double double scratch. Just there. I think I brought my other pair of glasses here. I've got my sunglasses. Are they their prescription? Yes. So oh, there I've got you go. Glasses. You I've got my them. I've got my original glasses with my old prescription in. Maybe I'll take a put them on. Take a picture of old Rosie. <laughs> what was that twenty thirteen to twenty? 17 rosy and her big brown glasses well i mean you're not even wearing glasses properly at the moment <laughs> I've got headphones on it's very difficult to get them on how do you think i feel um 
what the hell were we talking? You're reading books. Reading a book, yeah. Uh, I'm reading, at the moment, I'm reading More Than We Can Tell by Bridget Kemmerer or Kemmerer. Um yeah, I mean, at least this I've year there won't be, uh, we won't be adding to our Yalk piles. Well, that is a thing. This is a Yalk book. Uh, so I've definitely mentioned this on the podcast before in one of my Yalk hauls. Um, and it's a sequel to Letters to the Lost, which I read last year um, and really enjoyed. And it's about the best friend of one of the characters. So it's kind mm-hmm. of, it's a, a dear enemy situation, as I believed you summed it up last time. Um, about 100 words in, really enjoying it. 100 words? Yes, yes, that is what I—that is what I said, and that is what I meant. Definitely, a hundred pages, just over a hundred pages in. Um, I am reading books on Libby from the library, and currently I am just reading books that I have. Uh, I finally I finished a book. I had to renew it, but I finished it, and now I've gone back and I've borrowed the books that I have previously borrowed and not either started or finished it has taken me so many attempts to read the sellout but i read it it was probably not for me and now i'm Fine. reading a book called wilding which is about the people who rewild the farm and estate of their country house it is well, that sounds not- interesting it is interesting there was a whole uh chapter just about what was it about oh historical pollen like pollen archaeology that i did skip a bit of Right. Um, I was uh, before you said country house. I was slightly more interested. I was hoping it was going to be like people reclaiming urban spaces or something. No, I would a hundred percent read that book. I wish there was slightly more like uh, it, there's there's more science and um, it's not necessarily all told in time order. I would prefer if it was a bit oh, more see, like a yeah. like a wacky adventure memoir. Um, what you want is a stupid boy project. Yes. Um, um that's all. That's all I ever want from a book someone having a stupid boy project gender of uh adventure have a irrelevant right um but it's interesting and also when i read books on my ipad i can knit at the same time which is uh-huh, a uh-huh. big plus for me it's just it's a, to sit and knit and read um and uh yeah i've been i i've i've finished two books in lockdown woohoo right i'm so uh, jealous i really wish i could have more time to read I'd have finished so many books. I have. I just read for half an hour before bed. I'm yeah. I'm going to change up my uh, my schedule and do more reading. Get into bed earlier so I can read more. Because I accidentally yes. then went to bed yesterday and then stayed up reading, which was stupid. Oh, I stayed up watching chiropractor videos on YouTube. Ah, oh, was it Doctor Brenda? It wasn't even just Doctor Brenda, uh, who is obviously the best one. Doctor Brenda Mondragon, obviously. Um, uh, no, I watched some other people as well who are uh, not as good and a bit more woo and weird. Oh no, thank you. Uh, I had a, a very speaking of books. I had a great post day the other day because, um, well, two days in a row I got post. Both were items that I had ordered myself, but that's fine. Um, and the first one arrived, and I thought it was going to be the seeds that I ordered. And then uh, the next day I got a package through the letterbox that was definitely seeds because I hadn't opened it yet and I realised that that was actually one of my books and I got um, Invisible Women by Caroline Corrado Perez which mm. I, I say I'm excited to read I don't know that excitement is the correct word I yeah, am, you wouldn't be annoyed I'm going to be livid from page one to page end but it's I think it's going to be a vital and important read and I think everyone should probably read it I got book post today exciting I got uh, my friend's new book which is out this week hooray 
It's called The Strange Worlds Travel Agency, and it's by L.D. Lipinski, and it's a middle grade book, and I'm really excited. And it came through the letterbox today. That's exciting. The problem is it's a paper book, so I can't knit and read. Love a paper book. And also, um, I have a big, big stack of books in this room, not to mention the bookshelves in my actual bedroom. There are so many books. book reader. (laughs) But I'm not going to be able to knit. I'm just going to sit and read. Livid. Aww. It's a tough life. Yeah. So you've been reading. I've been reading. Uh, I went to a birthday party. That's exciting. How did uh, you do that then, Rosie? Uh, uh, Netflix party. Chrome extension. Um, it was a friend, friend and listener, Ellie's birthday. And we watched Ponyo on Friday night. And it was so good. I haven't seen Ponyo in ages. And it's a weird old film. Uh, and it's really good. And we <laughs> exciting. Watched that. And it was really nice to go to a birthday party where halfway through I could put my pyjamas on. The dream. Truly. Um, I planted some, some new seeds yesterday. No, wait, the day before. I sowed some new seeds on the ones that arrived uh, in the week I sowed on Saturday afternoon. So I've done all my uh, squashes, both summer and winter. So that's um, three varieties of courgette and three varieties of winter squash. Um, so I've got butternut squash and hooligan pumpkins, which are teeny, um, but very cute, and honey boat squash, which I've not grown before, but we'll see. Um, and then yesterday I potted on all of my tomatoes because they were starting to look leggy and also a bit sad. So now they're all in bigger pots with more compost. That's kind of been it. Went to a party, uh, had a big plan to start going into work and then decided not to because uh, it makes me too anxious. Uh, so twanxious, no twanx. Oh, so I'm um, not doing that. Uh, and uh, today I got back into bed before lunchtime. The dream. Yeah, while well, I was cold, and uh, rather than put trousers on, I thought I'd just go to bed. <laughs> you know those days when uh, you think, oh, I can't wait to get into bed tonight, and you haven't actually got out of it yet. Um. Yeah. No. Um, that doesn't often happen to me. Oh, that happens to me all the time. I haven't had that for a while because I don't have to get up to go anywhere at the moment. I mean, no. I have to get up, but I don't have to, like, get up like, stupid early to, to commute. Oh, I've got to, like, go Catch and train. get a train and be there, to, you know. Oh. Whereas in the cold, whereas now I'm like, okay, breakfast. Well, one of the plus sides of not going anywhere is how much time you save by not travelling. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I don't feel like I've put it to good and proper use yet, though. Well, I, I like I've achieved, like things are un- things are in hand I think but like I don't feel like I've achieved additional things I know everyone's like you don't have to achieve things in the in the you know lockdown and everything but I do like to I this an existing thing is I do like to feel like I've achieved something with my day oh yeah and also I mean I suppose you could just say that right the time you've saved in your commute is the time you're using to process living through a pandemic well exactly and also um some of the time i save in my commute i make use of by not getting up at six o'clock in the morning oh yes so, yes 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 basically i reclaim my commute to that lecture in sleep yeah okay that's fair love to sleep which is why i stayed up till midnight watching chiropractor videos it's just oh, terrible terrible choices pastor as you made last night Sleep's oh. my favourite. I know sleep. Yeah, I know you love to sleep. Sleep is sleep is oh, far and away your favourite. Sleep's the best. I know you love to sleep, but how about we uh, do some? You love to recommend some other things, and that's I do, do yeah. our recommendations. Okay. Or would you like to do a song first? I guess. I guess I'll start with my song. My song this week is "You'll Get By" by Show of Hands. That's nice. I thought so. Um, 
uh, I, I don't I don't necessarily know it. Um, it's very pleasant. It was it's nice. I like it. I think it's good. Recommendations episode one hundred and twenty nine. At this rate, we're still going to be in lockdown when we reach our two hundredth episode, and we're going to have to have a party that stood us. Would you like to do your recommendation first while I attempt to remember what mine was? Because I did have one, and yeah, gone. I will, and I will it's look gone. at the notes I have written down because I am what prepared. Uh, my recommendation is based on something we did on Saturday, which is uh, we watched an old musical. Uh, so we we're going to watch a film, and uh, found out that my mum had our mum. You've met her. I'm familiar. Uh, had recorded The Court Jester starring Danny Kaye. And ah. I thought, yeah, let's watch that this. That was on Netflix at one point. Well, it was in my queue. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, well, we recorded it from Talking Pictures TV. I see, So we I got see. a very long trailer for a film from 1949 in the middle of it starring Petula Clark. Anyway, um, the we watched The Court Jester and I thought, great idea, this is fantastic. It starts Danny Kaye's dressed as a jester doing a like, introductory song. And then the cast list turns up. And uh, it's got Basil Rathbone, so hilarious. And I was like, oh, it's Basil Rathbone. Also, Angela Lansbury. And yep. Um, yep. what's her face? The grandma from While You Were Sleeping. Glynis Johns. Glynis Johns. Uh, you know, and the mum from Mary Poppins. You know, all, all things. Yep. Uh, Famous uh, for being Glynis Johns famous for being Glynis Johns so she's in it too and I thought this is a fantastic idea and uh, well, yeah we watched The Court Jester and it is is it a good film I don't know but I had the time of my life it, it, it's um, it's certainly a strange film uh, but I really enjoyed it and my recommendation is to watch old movies that you know may not be great but uh, just are really fun and still into getting to like an old, watch yourself an old Technicolor musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't remember what my thing was. Well, um, cool. Let me do a song. Rosie, song. what's your... Oh. <laughs> do you not want me to do the usual intro? I always say, Rosie, what's your song? Oh, I don't... Rosie, what's your song? Uh, my song this week is Roller Girl by Anna Karina. Uh, not it's a Anna Karenina. I, not Anna Karenina. I don't think she had a recording career. Um, it's from the playlist of music that's in Killing Eve. So it's probably in Killing Eve at some point from season one, because I've been listening to this playlist a while. Sometimes I try and play that playlist in the shop. It's not suitable at all, because it's got like mm. ambient weird noise, and then uh, the Marseillaise. Anyway, this one's a really good song. <laughs> it's in French. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, sna- snacks? Snackingtons? Snackingtons, yes. Once again, my snack will feed into Needle and Fed. You should do yours, and then we'll roll seamlessly, segue into the next feature. Okay, my uh, snack is, um, it's not like elaborate or possibly even new, uh, but it's chocolate hobnobs, which are just tremendous. I do like a chocolate hobnob. I like a chocolate chip hobnob. Fun fact, Um, chocolate chip hobnobs, vegan, chocolate hobnobs, not vegan. Different chocolate. Well, I, I, I disagree with you there, but you know, each to their own. <sighs> sorry, sorry, but you're you are wrong. No, chocolate hobnobs are better because you get the full layer of chocolate and not like these weird chocolatey surprises. Mm. Uh, chocolate hobnobs, Jessica. What is your snack? My snack. Uh, so at the beginning of this, I became determined that I was not going to make banana bread because mm. everyone was making banana bread, so I was like, nope, not for me. Then I looked at the bananas that were in my fruit bowl and thought, oh no. Um, 
so I put them in the fridge while I decided what to do. And then what I actually did was just make chocolate brownies with banana in. So chocolate brownies, but made with banana. And let me tell you, my kitchen smells like um, 12 years ago when I was doing all of my vegan baking had uh, banana in it. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Well, is this going to lead us into needle and fed, shall we? Yes. Needle and fed. fed. Needle and fed. Uh, I, I saw on Instagram about you making these brownies uh, mm. and they, they how you thought they were a bit of a gamble, but they seem to have paid off, especially yeah. that picture of them with some ice cream. Because, uh, yeah, so these two slightly sad, but slightly sad, very sad bananas from the fridge. I'd cut the ends off them and then put them in a box and, yeah, mashed them through a sieve so it got a lovely, lovely smooth consistency. And then and it took out all the fibrous bits because I hate the fibrous bits. <gasps> Even when they're... I mean, you don't see them when they're baked, but I thought, well, in for a penny. Yeah, um, you, I know that they're there. Especially because they were a bit sad. It meant that all the, the bits that had started to go a little bit brown weren't, weren't there. Perfectly edible, just they'd gone over a little bit. Um, so, yeah, and then I sort of made up the recipe as I went along. But, like, I've made enough cakes and brownies in my life that I know basically what the quantities are and can look at the see if the batter looks right yes. so I did and it was fine I baked them for 30 minutes I think they could have done 28 okay like it was one of those situations like they could have come out like maximum of two minutes earlier just a scooch a scooch just a scosh a scosh a scosh over but yeah very very I was pleased with them um they're quite cakey yes. which is good because then it makes yeah. I think they're going to be a good like tea time snack coffee, coffee tea time they snack they look like they Break will work snack. for uh uh, coffee in the morning with a little yes. tea type tray. Could put it on there and a pudding. You yeah, made a very absolutely. versatile baked good. I think that's the thing. I could uh, I pop them in the microwave and then have them with because the one that I had yesterday that was on Instagram was hot when I was eating it because I had yeah. literally just cut it out of the pan. Um, and that was that was very pleasing. And they've got star conf- star sprinkles mm-hmm. baked into them. Those were set. Those I sprinkled on yeah. before they went into the oven. Um, both of those were wildly out of date, but again, they're like sugar What's... and paste, yeah. you know. Um, but it's more that like they just lost their colour a bit, and they're being cooked, so who even cares? And they're absolutely fine. I'm still here today. Tasty. <laughs> uh, so 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 knitting, Jessica. Knitting. I've done I've done loads in the last uh two weeks. Uh, and yesterday I cast off the body of the jumper, and I thought this looks big, and I put it on low end point. This looks big. And then I walked downstairs and everyone said, that looks big. And I looked, uh, I then got my tape measure out and checked the tension and the gauge from the pattern. And I meant to have 24 stitches every 10 centimetres. And I've got 18. So my jumper is a third too big. Not like a little too big. It's a third too big. I had uh, just followed the pattern beautifully, uh, but it was way too big. So should I have done a tension square? Yes. Did I? No. No, they're overrated. Um, Don't bother. So I've put that one in a drawer for a bit. Do you need and to put it in the freezer? I'm not, I'm not that sad. I, I, like I, Obviously, it was a lot of work, but it was only over 13 <laughs> days. Mm-hmm. And it will look better. So yeah. Could you boil it and shrink it? I don't want to do that. Okay. Uh, um... So what I've done is I've moved on to the next old project that I'm going to finish. Um, sewed that all together yesterday. Now I've just got to do some sleeves and a neckband. But the sleeves are really short. And it's on 6.5mm needles. So that's okay. 
then I'm going to cast on a new project and do that one. And then I'm going to come back to this jumper, my sides and stripes, as my old projects that I'm finishing. So it's okay. So basically you've put it it's to the not end disrupted of the queue. A little bit. Well, this little mini queue of like three things, yes. On the other hand, the, the, the linen top that I'm now working on should be finished very quickly. So I will have a finished object very soon. And then the next project I'm doing is quite small. Hooray! I've done no uh, yeah. so big crafty works, but I have sown some seeds, so there's that. Yes. Uh, and I sowed some rainbow chard at the allotment yesterday, so oh. hopefully that will come up and look pretty. Yeah, that sounds really good. Rainbow chard is so um, jazzy. Yeah, just look, it's nice to look at. Who even cares if you eat it? It's like flowers. I mean, obviously I will also eat it. My note for Neil on Fed just says, God damn it, and block. <laughs> you'll you'll know what you mean when you get there. Yeah, blooming. What an idiot. This is the second jumper I've knitted in six in less than six months that's been too big. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! My lovely friend uh, Serena has started a YouTube channel called Dressing History, where she shows you how she makes her historical um, uh, sort of reproductions. Thrilled searching it immediately. It's so good. I started watching it after lunch yesterday, and uh, we put her on the big screen because uh, I love to do that with my friends YouTube channels <laughs> and then send them a picture of them on telly and then I started watching it and daddy went to go and make some tea actually could you pause this I'd be really interested to watch it so he, we came back and we started from the beginning and she was making a um, shirt waist with absolutely yep. comically enormous sleeves yep are the Mary Poppins yeah her sort of Mary Poppins 1890s outfit then uh, we watched her make an 1860s bonnet very good very good yeah, it was really interesting. A lot going on in a bonnet. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I've just been getting really into Bon Appetit, um, Tesco. Yes, because I've never, <laughs> I've, read, I've like, I've seen bits of it before, but not really. And I see, so I've come in at the moment where obviously they're not currently in the test kitchen; they're all in their homes. Uh, yeah, but it's still very enjoyable. Um, I have seen the three-part donut disaster. You've now watched it all. I've watched all of it. They have. They did finally manage to make some donuts. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, it certainly happens to them. It. It. Things. Things occur. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I watched Claire making pasta yesterday, and then I was thinking, really want to make some pasta. Really want to eat some pasta right now. Also, really want to make some pasta. So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, my. My. One of my other what have we seen is um the the episode or the bit they did which is because they started doing more unrelated to cooking videos yeah kind of just like nice so they did one where they had to they also or various uh people submitted lists of what they have been watching and everyone else had to guess who was who uh nobody thought brad had watched little women it was very funny yes. and they get a clip of him being like little women i loved it it was so good um and i really liked that claire's list very similar to me loves Buffy but most importantly they all guess it's her because she loves everything from Bravo which is Real Housewives and fandom rules <laughs> uh, terrible terrible television love it so much I've been watching just cosy YouTube uh, more stress nips more by the lakeside um, I never I'd always try not to catch up with Grace's catnip podcast because I never so know when I need got a one a few in hand yeah uh, yeah because sometimes I'm like I just need this uh, I'm nearly out of Who Weekly I'm nearly caught up <sighs> well then I'm going to join their Patreon and get their enormous stack of patron only episodes 
Very good. My um unplayed playlist on my po- um podcasts is uh, one thousand two hundred and ninety episodes of podcasts. Wow, it's you certainly should, you should use my uh snowball debt repayment technique. Yeah, I should. Um, do you know what would really help with that? A long illness. <laughs> Every pro- oh, I'll tell you what I've been doing, Jessica. Um, you know how what have you been doing, Gracie? Uh, 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 I have a lot of magazine subscriptions, but I tend to just end up with big stacks of unread magazines. Uh-huh, I have uh-huh. started reading magazines. No, you never have. Yeah, we uh, we had a uh, a net minus of copies of Women's Weekly coming into the, or out of the house. Yes, last week, I read two okay. Women's Weeklies. I read a Woman in Home very quickly. There was nothing of interest in it, and then uh, yeah, of those wasn't. were just on top of the pile. And I, I might usually I spend ages being like, okay, I'll put them all in order. And sometimes I have so many Women's Weeklies that I have like my Women's Weeklies separately and my other ones. And then I spend a while like putting them in an order so that they're all. Um, as spread out as possible like so anyway then I realized no I'm just gonna pick up the next one and read the next one uh so then suddenly it was autumn 2018 and I was reading the National Trust magazine uh and it was all of the what's on pages firstly have happened and secondly can't go out even if they haven't so that that you know I've been reading magazines again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have no magazine thing. subscriptions because you know paper um I know paper uh, so that's my recommendation is um, not spend so long trying to organize this is even like a project like wanting to write a book or something it's just like the doing uh, just sit, like you don't need to fuss about reading your magazines I read them for just, 10 minutes every it. day yeah and it'd be like oh well I should sit what's the perfect thing and be like no it, it may seem boring that I uh, like schedule my magazine reading sure this means that maybe I don't want to read them but I do feel my completest within me wants to so I just read them for 10 minutes and I'm it's sparking a lot of joy both from the magazine reading and the getting rid of them yeah there are definitely episodes podcast episodes uh that I just skip past because I'm like oh, I don't feel like listening to that one and then it means that they never get listened to and it's like maybe you're just not interested in this episode of this podcast maybe just right. delete it and it's like oh no but I've missed it I mean obviously there are some that I'm never gonna skip always gonna listen to every night in IPI and every pop culture happy hour Mm-hmm. Um, and all that jazz, but like, I can't think of any examples. But in an episode of something from two years ago about something that I wasn't bothered about at the time, maybe you're just not interested in that subject. Move on. Yes, skipping a podcast episode feels wrong, but so right. You're like, oh, I should listen to everything. I'm saying, you're like, no, just. But then once you've deleted it and it's no longer there, it's fine because it's not like looking at you, and then you forget that it ever existed. Well, I've been watching a lot of um. I just just still more like gardening an allotment video uh, YouTube. It's very soothing. Um, I put the new lavender and leeks on yesterday, and then autoplay just selected a whole range of episodes for me to watch. So I just left it running while I did stuff. It's very beautiful. Enjoyable. Watched a lot of Roots and Refuge because because uh, Jess is putting out daily content at the moment. So there's there might be a new one this afternoon. Um, yeah, I think it's that's my current favorite favorite um, YouTube channel is Roots and Refuge. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Jessica, I will speak to you sooner than we have the next episode, I would imagine. Um, I'll mm-hmm, probably like mm-hmm. text you a picture of Claire from the test kitchen. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope not sporadically. Uh... <laughs> Is that your new outro? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you used to be okay, bye, and now it's hope not sporadically. Um, bye, Jessica. Okay, bye.
There are over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kick yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Oh My Greyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.